Good morning. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good to see you. Sunday morning, our uh, I think our third uh, live stream communion as the mm. uh, Burlington Church of Christ. It's exciting. See people kind of kind of logging into the chat. We've got Devin, who's uh, kind of running this show <laughs> and helping us out a ton. Mm. Uh, S- Steve Neff is on, Katie, Rob- Katie Robbins, and uh, Katie and Ryan, of course. And then uh, come on, Maria. got the Grand Skogs, Maria. It's great to see everybody. Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? We're just going to give it a quick uh, couple of minutes here, or just a minute or so, just to kind of uh, let everybody kind of um, – Find their seat <laughs> and uh, and Good morning, uh, Mary. kind of log in. Good morning, Mary. Well, it is great to be together. It's really been special mm-hmm. last uh, last few Sundays, just kind of hanging out together virtually, and it was especially awesome on Wednesday night uh, being with everybody oh, hi, on Nick. Zoom. <laughs> we got Nick Schaff logging in from. Yay. From Georgia. He's preaching later. Mackenzie Neighbors, Amy, Peter, the Leaps. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I asked how everybody's doing. And of course, you know, during, during, you know, these days, that's, uh, that's kind of a loaded question. I think it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a fair game for, you know, anytime. But of course, you know, now mm-hmm. just to say, you know what? I'm kind of tired. I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little exhausted from all the sort of, crisis management you know that we're going mm-hmm. through as a society and we're going through in our in our own families and and uh households you know it's it's fine to say i feel i feel sad or mm-hmm. i feel a little bit worried or i feel anxious mm-hmm. and i think sometimes it's it's really good just to say kind of how we're really doing you know when yeah. it's in our prayers with god or just with one another mm-hmm. so that we can process through it so we can kind of work through it and yeah. uh, and get the help of others to uh, be able to to handle yeah. uh to handle what we're going through. Um, you know, there's a lot of stress out there right now. And, uh, I don't know for you, for me, it just reminds me that I need God. Mm-hmm. I need rest. Uh, I yeah. need nourishment for my heart, soul, mind, and body. I need, yeah. uh, we need one another and, uh, we are in this together. And so, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's reassuring to me for sure. Let's pray. And then, um, we're going to, uh, jump into our, our lesson and of course, Sue is going to be sharing some this morning. There's been a little bit of an outcry to say, "Hey, Steve, you're 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 okay, but we want to hear from uh, from Sue." And uh, and so Sue's here with us this morning. And can I get an amen on that on the chat? Because I know there's a lot of amens out there for Sue being online this morning. So um, so anyhow, let's pray together and uh, let's really ask God to mm-hmm. to move in our hearts today. Let's pray. Father, thank you so so much. For this morning, thank you for a brand new day. And uh, Father, it's, you know, the the sun came up this morning and the air is available to us. And Father, all the things that have happened around us, God, happened without us doing one thing. Father, Mm -hmm. you're in charge. You're the boss. You are the creator, God. Mm -hmm. And for that, we just want to say thank you and acknowledge your power and your love and your wisdom. Father, we just pray that you would really uh, move powerfully this morning through your word. Uh, individually, Father, personally, for each one of us, as we read, as we take this moment to think about Jesus and think about um, think about uh, uh, your word and your wisdom, Father, help help move in us, uh, move uh, powerfully among us, Father, as a community, as a church, mm. Father, as uh, friends, as family, 
that we can really uh, rise to, to the challenges that we face together. Mm. Father, we ask your blessing. We ask your spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, you know, sometimes with me, it's just good for me to ask, be, to re- be reminded of, you know, what Jesus really came to help me with and what mm. really Jesus came to, to, to do. Why did he come? Because, you know, often as we're trying to get into the scriptures, you know, it's, it's good to be reminded of what God is really trying to do in our lives. You know, and the simple answer to that is that, that he came to help us to live. Mm. He came to help us to live. You know, he came to help us to be healthy humans and to, to flourish, to thrive, to, to prosper. Mm. You know, in John chapter 10, he says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come that, that humans, the people, may have mm. life, that you and I may have life yeah. and have it to the full. And so Jesus is really trying to work with us and trying to coach us and trying to support us and help us to, to, to live mm. and to live the life that God really designed us to live. And that's a, that's a fruitful and multiplying life. It's, a, mm. it's, a, it's an amazing life. There's so much opportunity in life. But we've kind of got to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And we've got to find the, the sources of strength to really be able to do that and to do it well. You know, and there is a job for us to do. You know, Jesus isn't going to do it all for us. We, mm-hmm. We've got a job to do and we've got um, we've got our part. Mm-hmm. We've got our work and uh, to do that, that Jesus reminds us of as well. And, and really that work is, is simply being active learners. Mm-hmm. It's, it's simply being active learners, engaged learners. And that's what a disciple is. A disciple or a follower of Jesus is simply somebody who's really checked themselves in. To, to really learn from him and to be trained by him, to be helped by him mm. and to and to not just kind of go our own way when it comes to life and living life well. But to, to really you know, in Luke chapter six, we find a, kind of our title for our, uh, the lesson this morning, which is dig down deep. Mm. And it's Luke chapter six and verse 46. And Jesus asked the question, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Great question. It's so easy for us to go to that place where we just kind of, mm. you know, we kind of acknowledge Jesus's authority and we acknowledge his power, but we don't really practice what uh, what he's trying to teach us and help us with. Mm. So he asks us, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Mm. You know, that house could have really looked great on the outside. That house could have, you know, had also the latest, uh, you know, bells and whistles. Uh, to it. Mm. But if it didn't have a foundation and a secure foundation that when the storms come, Jesus says the house is, isn't going to do so well. And that could really that could really, you know, be talking about our life, you know, as, as in terms of the house. Could we talking about our faith mm. in terms of the house, the house? Could we talking about our family? Mm. We've really got to be careful uh, with the foundation. and We've got to mm. put the priority on our foundation if we're going to live life well. It reminds me a lot of a building that was being built in Tokyo when I first moved there in the late 80s in downtown, uh, in downtown Tokyo. And, um, <clears throat> and so 
And so they were building this building. It was going to be the maximum height of about 65 uh, feet. And the only and the reason they couldn't make it higher is because of all the earthquakes that are in Tokyo. There's a lot of earthquakes there. And so what they really had to do is they spent literally years on it is they had to they had to dig down deep and and really, really build out the foundations so that it would, could withstand any earthquake that would come mm. along. And sometimes these foundations, they were built on gel. Uh, they were built on rollers. Mm-hmm. There was all sorts of creativity that went into this technology to be able to build these buildings mm-hmm. so that they could build them high and they could build them strong. And it reminds me a lot of us because if we're going to face the storms and, and get through the storms of life, we got to get creative. Mm-hmm. We got to put the focus there. If we want to build high, we got to, we got to build deep first mm-hmm. and ongoing. You know, if we want to, if we want to build Broad, if we want something that's going to be, uh, you know, well built and withstand the storms, then we've really got to um, pay attention to our foundation. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Jesus is really talking uh, to us about. So as we're going through this training, as we're going through kind of our Jesus leadership training, really what we're doing is being called back to a way that we should live our lives. Mm-hmm. So we're going through this manual, and it's not just sort of a program that we're going mm-hmm. through. It's really just to remind us of of this here in practice it's just to build a habit in our lives mm. of we're not where we're not just kind of running down sort of the rabbit holes of of you know of the wisdom that's around us but we're really building our house according to the design that god has given us mm. and we're hearing jesus's words and we're putting them into practice and so today mm. we're going to go through the um the workout on page 118 Ooh, Steve did it. it's called humility and it's based out of luke chapter 10 and so I'm going to go ahead and it looks like my my connection might be kind of going in and out a little bit. And so if you could just bear with us here a little bit, um, um, I think we'll kind of get through this. But uh, so anyway, so so if we could if we've got our if we've got our uh, uh, Jesus leadership journals, go ahead and turn over to 118. And this is about humility. And so I'm just going to kind of read through it. And then Sue's going to come in and share what she's hearing and uh, how she uh, is really practicing this passage. So, um, so okay, it says humility. Only one thing is needed from Luke chapter 10, verse 42. Jesus forged the habit of humility in his own character. He humbled himself before God and people. He made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. He did this for us. He grew strong gentle and humble in heart. Paradoxically, this one quality of his character, this habit, is the secret to his extraordinary power, impact, and success. Humility activates the power of God in our favor. First mm-hmm. Peter chapter five, verses five and six, Proverbs chapter three, verse thirty four. Jesus was not too proud to listen, learn, surrender, practice, mm-hmm. and obey. So true. Got Luke chapter two, verse forty six, and John chapter five. John chapter 10, Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 to 46. Now we have an amazing opportunity. We get to sit at his feet to listen and learn, surrender, practice, and obey. Read Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, and take a moment to imagine yourself sitting at the master's feet. Mm. What are you feeling? What are you hearing? What are you learning? Okay, let's look over in Luke chapter 10. Verse 38, it says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister 
called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Mm. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. Mm. So you want to come up? Sure. Hi, everybody. I think um, I was talking to Mackenzie, my daughter, today. She just got off her um, 12-hour shift, and so we talk at 7.30 in the morning when she's coming back. And I think she's realizing that she is learning so much right now, and she almost feels bad, like, I have to ask that question again about an IV, or I have to ask that question again about how do I give the insulin. And, And I'm like, Mac, that is so incredible, though, because in the last five months, what you've been learning it's just it's life giving. It's life changing and that you're humble and hungry because you have lives at stake in front of you. And I just I feel like God's trying to say that to me so much about the one thing is, Steve, it, in the journal, it says listen and learn. And I think he's kind of getting all of us at that place to listen and to learn and um, that that really is practicing is taking the time to listen. And so some of the stuff that has hit me the most about sitting at Jesus's feet. And what it means for me is, is number one, it's choosing wonder over worry. And, you know, I've had this chance like never before to look up, mm-hmm. to write in my gratitude journal, to do things like, like, wow, I've always been looking for this gift of time to do all these things. And God creating probably in all of us like these new wonderful ideas and dreams we have for our lives because we get to kind of sit still. It's funny. Now, they didn't have to have been taken in this position often but when my kids were little if they needed to go to their room you know Mackenzie is an introvert and so going to her room was like sweet let me go to my room I'll draw I'll create I'll dream that's for the introverts you know they kind of have this time right now where wow Mm. wow we get to be kind of a captain God's having us all go to our room where Nick was more like can I like come out and play because he's so relational and he like just couldn't wait to come out of his room and just kind of connect and have closure and you know mm. and i think we all kind of handle this time of choosing wonder and not worry together very differently and that's great that's been so, to me that's one of the wonderful things i've learned is everybody is hearing god very differently from their from their their time out time with god um but wonder to me one of the things about raising kids is nick and ken's just really trusted us that we didn't have to prove much they trusted that we were going to take care of them because we were their parents and i think the older we get, it's easy to stop being God's kid. And I think that God is trying to say to all of us stressed out adults who feel like we have to be in control. I think he's trying to say, can you please choose wonder over worry? Because usually worry is because I can't control stuff. And so it has been helping me a lot to get out in nature, to listen, to pray, to learn, to stay a kid. And that God wants to say, hey, kids all over the globe, I have the whole world in my hands. I have you in my hands and they're really, really good hands. And so I, I'm a father that knows best. So that's helped me a lot is trying to choose wonder over worry. The second thing is trying to choose treasure hunting over being impatient and fearful. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I've learned the most. This journey is taking the time to study the scriptures. You know, so much in the scriptures I've been studying out is the cave time, the imprisonment time. 
and how David felt when he was in the cave. And, you know, all of us, we kind of are in caves and imprisoned and stuff comes out. Like I've learned a lot about my own heart that mm-hmm. I've been sharing with a lot of people, but I'm also finding these treasures in the scripture and these lessons learned that I never learned before because mm-hmm. I'm in this deeper place to really take time to, to connect and to treasure hunt. So going on a treasure hunt for me has been also being able to pray with almost all of you, like the honor to pray and learn what God is teaching you, the treasures that you guys are treasuring my friendships. The other day I had a chance to have virtual porch time with my three sister-in-laws and just, it was more rich having a zoom porch time than it would have, even if we were together. Um, And then talking to my friend Cindy from um, San Diego, just the privilege Mm -hmm. to reconnect with genuine treasured friendships. Um, But that honor to take time to treasure hunt over this time versus being like, when is this going to be over? It's like, okay, God, let me sit, let me listen. Let me, let me have the porch time with you. Let me connect with people Mm -hmm. and treasure hunt in your word. And I think so much of us, we're going to find new anchor scriptures that we were amazed that we've, we talked about anchor scriptures a few weeks ago at church. And we, I think God's anchoring us in some new ones that maybe never would have come out. And, um, I know mm-hmm. for me in Isaiah it talks about, you're going to find in Isaiah 45, you're going to find treasures in darkness. Like sometimes in the toughest times, we find these kind of special treasures of God trying to speak specifically to us that if I was distracted right. and worried about everything and all the to do's, and me being so like important, I would miss out on the opportunity to just treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that I feel like God is saying to me about choose what is better is um, it, I wanted to read in Matthew chapter 11 um, to close out before we take communion and stuff is um, to the last thing is to choose to take Jesus up on his invitation. Mm-hmm. And I love this passage. My translation is a little bit different in Matthew chapter 11. Verses 28, this is so much of what communion and connecting with God means to me, especially during this hour, this one thing. He says, here's an open invitation to you. He says in verse 28, are you weary? Are you carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. Mm-hmm. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle and humble and I'm easy to please. You will find refreshment Mm. and rest in me for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. And I feel like so much God is saying, Sue, choose right now to take my son up on his invitation to listen to him, to come to him Mm. and really knowing that only God can hug my heart. I love Steve. I have an incredible husband of 30 years. I get to be, in this um, confinement time with, which is an honor, but, but really it's even coming even closer to Jesus during this time and Mm -hmm. taking on his invitation when I'm weary, when I'm confused, when I'm going through stuff that he really wants to hug my heart in ways that nobody can, but God alone. So those are the things when I get ready to think about communion is what an honor I have to be able to choose this one thing that he gives me the choice. And I just pray that all of us can kind of connect with our choices Mm -hmm. that, we can live even better and um, closer and more connected because we take the time to choose some things that are in our mind better um, mm-hmm. and Jesus' way to sit at his feet. So thanks. And I'm passing it back over to my hero, my other hero. <laughs> so we'll just close out with uh, the rest of the workout. And it just asks a couple of questions. It says, now consider Jesus' words to you. His words of only one thing is needed. 
what does that mean for you personally today? Let's resist the urge to be anxious, to be proud, to be dismissive or distracted. Worried, quote, worried and upsetter. And so as we enjoy the uh, communion together today, uh, let's think about let's think about the words of, of Jesus, the words of our master, our big brother, uh, the words of Jesus speaking to us as we're mm-hmm. sitting at his feet or scurrying around him, you know, trying to uh, kind of figure it all out. Let's just consider him. Let's be thankful for him. Let's mm-hmm. um, let's uh, consider him. Uh, let's uh, let's really kind of hear his words. A little bit of music in the background, and mm-hmm. um, and then Sue and I are going to have communion ourselves as well. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we need you so much, and I'm just reminded of that again mm-hmm. and again. That Father, you are the rock, and Father, your word is the rock. Says, and I trust you uh, working in my life. Mm-hmm. Father, thanks for Jesus being such an inspiration to us. Thanks for him being such a model to us of faith, hope, and love, and mm-hmm. strength. Uh, strength under control. Father, we're just so thankful for his example in our lives and his, his, um, his leadership in our lives. God, thank you for this time to remember him. We pray, uh, we pray all this in his name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.